Hello, this is Josh Falk with the Falcon Business Podcast. Hope you're having a tremendous day. Uh, summertime rolling in. Uh, we're just outside of Chicago. It's actually kind of a warm 90 degree day and uh, finally working, I think a little bit past uh, kind of all this lockdown and things beginning to open back up and uh, kind of uh, really interesting to see things that are happening in business and in the, in the business world as we uh, begin hopefully to get into the uh, post-COVID-19 uh, work environment, business environment, and uh, we'll see kind of what the, uh, and kind of that probably overused phrase at this point, what the new normal looks like as it relates to uh, the business and how we conduct business. And I think we'll probably see uh, changes uh, that'll, that'll stay in place uh, for probably a pretty long time. Um, in, in recent days, I kind of run into some situations to where uh, began thinking a little bit uh, in regards to uh, when uh, when an individual goes and begins to partner with someone else in business and what that looks like. And uh, so today, I uh, kind of give you a kind of a title of the podcast here: financial awareness and business investing. So financial awareness and business investing. So uh, some some uh, just I have six bullet points here, kind of uh, just six thoughts. A couple of them are questions here that that we need to consider when we're going into business with someone else. Now. Individually, uh, I generally prefer, uh, and I do some uh, some business investing and and working with others others in business, and and uh, and I think generally somebody needs to be the decision maker. Somebody needs to be in control, even if it's a 50-50 situation. Somebody needs to to make the final decision. Um, I think generally for most people, it's best that they don't partner with someone. Um, however, we're kind of very fully aware that many times somebody will come in. Sometimes it may be a, just a, a silent partner that just maybe bring some cash to the table or maybe bring some expertise to the table. But when you go into business and, and you partner, uh, many times it's a lot like a marriage. And uh, there will generally be conflict uh, in that relationship at some point. And, uh, and, and so what we really want to try to do when we're going into business with someone else is, is to, to make sure that we have some protocols in place. And, and if we're the person going in and investing in another business or partnering in another business, I think there are some questions we need to ask, some items that we need to consider uh, from and, and, and all these, and five of the six of these, really are finance related. Of course, there are other there are other areas that we should look at, but um, but uh, as, as probably most of you know that are listening to this, I am an accountant, so my mindset usually kind of uh, comes in from the finance end, and it is the area that we have the most exposure to uh, in in our firm. So, what are some uh, some areas that we need to consider? Some questions we need to answer when we're going through, just not on the front end, but during the process. So, once we've engaged and uh, we the, the partnership is uh, is moving forward. Uh, that uh, so, some some questions we need to be asking, some things we need to be uh, looking at, and uh, I think a few areas that we need to consider. So first of all, and I think that uh, this this is true regardless of whether we're hiring an employee, and I've mentioned this on previous podcast, uh, but especially when we're going in and we're partnering with someone, uh, we need to ask the question: uh, Does this business model and culture, the business culture, and that individual you're going to uh, going into business with? Uh, do all of those align with your core values, your purpose, your, your vision, your mission? Uh, all of us should know as business owners what are our core values. If you don't, uh, I kind of recommend maybe just shut this thing off and, and go and begin to, uh, to, begin to, to figure that out. What are your core values? I think all of us have been created for a purpose. And uh, so when we go in and we, uh, we uh, go into partnership with someone, uh, does, their, do, does that individual... Do their core values align? Does that culture align with, uh, with, with my core values? And, uh, and does, does their particular uh, purpose, their vision, align with mine? 
And, uh, and I'll, I'll just give you an example. I, I'm a believer. And, uh, and for, for myself, I, for example, I would never invest in a, in a bar or a nightclub. Certain areas that kind of would go against my moral culture. Because I'm sure there are probably very few bars out there that kind of have their, the, the same vision and purpose, I believe, that, that, that align with mine. And so uh, just, just, certain, uh, just certain things you need to consider. So when you go into a business, and I don't care how good the ROI is, how good the business model is, uh, there are going to be some problems, some conflict, if the core values do not align. If the mission, the, mission, the vision, the purpose, uh, if there is not uh, some alignment there. So number one, does the business model and culture align with your core values, your mission, your vision, your purpose? Secondly, and I, the rest of these all kind of relate to, to the finance end. Uh, and I think the first one I mentioned is, is above all most important. But secondly, be familiar with the, with the finances and the financial processes for the type of business you are investing in. Let me give you a uh, kind of a real life example. Uh, here in recent years, we, we had a situation where we had a uh, kind of a number of our clients invest in a, in a business, and I'm not going to give any details here uh, to kind of protect the, uh, the innocent and the guilty, but, um, but it decided to invest in a, in a business model that kind of had a guaranteed ROI. And, uh, and I remember getting stopped a number of times uh, in the community and, and getting asked, uh, hey, Josh, you know, what do you think about this? This seems to be uh, too good to be true. And I remember hearing this, and this is people who had already had invested a ton of money into this. And I remember sitting here and thinking, you know what, I, I don't know the industry that well, but one thing I do know about that particular industry is that the ROI, uh, even, and it was a type of a business that would buy inventory, turn around and sell a certain type of inventory, and, and I knew in my mind that the ROI, even before paying overhead in that type of business, was not even enough to cover the guaranteed interest that they were paying to their investors. And I remember hearing that and I'm thinking, you know what, the, the, these people are investing in a business or partnering in a business that uh, I pretty much knew they were not going to get paid. And eventually, of course, the whole thing unraveled and there were, it really kind of created a, a complications in a lot of people's lives. So before you go into that certain type of business uh, and you go through and say, okay, uh, do, do I understand the, uh, the way this business works? Do I understand the way the finances generally work in, uh, in, in this type of business? But in that business in particular, are you f familiar with the, the financial processes that are generally in place? So if the business is already in place, get yourself familiar with the way the finance function works in that business. Next, insist on total transparency, especially with the financial records and processes. Um, so if you're going in and you're a, and you're an investor in a business, and, a, and I'm not talking about you know you're going in and it's two percent and you're you know you're just kind of getting a royalty back. I mean you're you're actually going in and you're gonna you're gonna have some you want to make it a material impact. You're investing a material uh, uh, sum of money or a material amount of time in this business. Uh, you should have total transparency. You should be able to go in at any point and look at the books. Uh, you should be able to go in at any point and, and be able to pull uh, bank records and, and uh, be able to look at the bank reconciliations and, and look at receipts, look at transactions. In this day and age, there's no reason uh, to where uh, the financial records shouldn't be there to, what, to where you have access to them. So insist on total transparency, just not on the, on the paper side, be able to look at checks and the bank account and, and the records, but also the processes, making sure there's full transparency as it relates to uh, you know, how do decisions get made internally as it relates to accounts payable, accounts receivable? Uh, how do we go about investing the money that, uh, that comes into the business? So full transparency. Next, uh, so number four, are there, are there internal controls in place with the finances? And what I mean here, even down to the basic level, uh, is the bookkeeper in the business or, or basically is it like the daughter or the wife of the business owner? Uh, is, it, uh, you know, is it somebody who's a, who's a relative? 
Um, not to say that that's wrong. Many times that happens in a small business, but if that is the case, you need to be aware of it and need to make sure that uh, that the there are some internal controls in place, strong internal controls in place. You don't have the same people uh, depositing money, writing checks, uh, mailing checks, uh, doing the bank reconciliation, that you have some separation of duties. And uh, so, of course, the larger the finance uh, function and within that business, the better, because then you can spread internal controls. But if not, uh, if, there, if there aren't strong internal controls, you as the, uh, as the person going in and investing, you may want to step in and making sure that you're, you're, you have some very strong uh, and very involved oversight within the finances in the business. So are there good and adequate internal controls uh, with the finances? Number five, is there commingling of funds with other businesses or personal spend in the business disguised uh, as a business expense? And so uh, sometimes uh, an individual that owns multiple businesses, uh, maybe they end up commingling funds. So it may be moving money from one business to another without uh, real good transparency, or even worse, they're, sp they're uh, spending money out of the business that you happen to be investing in on an expense that truly belongs to another one of their businesses. Uh, so to, to make sure that there, there isn't that commingling of funds. And then secondly, uh, something else that can happen is they're going through and they're paying, paying personal expenses, but it's disguised as a business expense. So it may be travel. So they go through and they travel. It's actually their vacation, but they're disguising it as a business expense. Uh, or they're putting uh, fuel in their own vehicle. Uh, credit card transactions that are for meals and these types of things that are actually personal related, not business related, but being disguised as a business expense. Uh, so, uh, so make sure that you, you understand, and, and once again, this really goes to your involvement and in making sure you're looking into the finances. But I would uh, really kind of make sure that uh, you kind of have a good understanding of the, of the character level of that person, the people that are involved in that business, to make sure that there they're are they're strong integrity as it relates to the finances, uh, to minimize the exposure as it relates uh, to commingling and then inappropriate spend. And lastly, number six, and I kind of alluded to this uh, here a few minutes ago, but know the benchmarks or KPIs for the type of business that you're investing in or you're partnering in. So make sure that you understand what, when you get your financial reports every, every uh, you know, monthly, however frequently that you receive those, those reports, you need to look and say, okay, does this make sense? Does this align to other types of businesses, uh, I'm sorry, to other businesses in this particular, uh, in this particular uh, area? For example, I have a, I have a small stake in a, uh, in a, in a daycare. And of course, we in the firm we have other daycares with clients, and and uh, and so it allows for me the opportunity to understand. Okay, well, you know, where should the profit margin be? What should we be spending on payroll? Uh, and uh, you know, what should we be spending on supplies and et cetera? This is true with any type of business. You should you should understand how much money uh, should be getting spent in each one of those areas. What should the expected minimum return on investment be? And, uh, and, and go through and understand what those, what those benchmarks are, what the, the key performance indicators are for that type of business that you happen to be investing in. And uh, that's kind of really one of the big keys to understand uh, uh, whether or not the, the business is, uh, is where it should be, number one, but beyond that, to kind of bring awareness to those other areas. So if travel seems way out of whack, meal seems way out of whack, uh, um, uh, supplies seem way out of whack. Uh, so if some area doesn't seem to align, uh, you'll be able to uh, go to the business owner and have that the other business owner or owners and have that conversation on, uh, on hey, this just, things just don't make sense. But if you go in completely blind and you say, okay, this sounds like a great idea and you're investing in something that you don't understand, uh, then uh, you're basically going to be setting yourself up for some serious financial trouble moving forward. 
So once again, hopefully this brought you some value and talked a little bit about uh, some areas you need to be aware of, especially as it relates to finances uh, when you go into investing in a business. And then once you begin that partnership, uh, what you need to do going forward to make sure that your investment is protected. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for taking a few minutes to listen. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belkham Business Podcast.